Hello and welcome to another edition of the Brattlecast, coming to you live, sort of, <laughs> from the Brattle Bookshop in Boston on West Street, where Ken is situated safely, and from somewhere uh, deep in the heart of downtown Boston in a high rise where I have my little studio, Jordan Rich, here. Yeah, we're still in the midst of all this, and because of that, and because we are doing what everybody is doing and using Zoom, a terrific technology, You've all of a sudden uh, discovered you, there may be a cottage industry for you in the Zoom world. What are we talking about? Well, I don't know whether a cottage in industry, <laughs> but at least a fun project for us. Uh, it's interesting because what happened was, and, and the way the whole sort of the germ for this idea was, is Zoom obviously has become tremendously popular, a great way to stay in touch. I mean, we're actually only a few blocks away, but we could be around the world. It wouldn't make exactly. any difference. Yeah. But a couple of, uh, two of my managers were watching some Zoom uh, interviews, talking with people, but also sort of watching others. And they were going, look at the background. Look at what a mess it is. Or, you know, they've got a few uh, paperbacks that are torn up or some of the books don't look all that uh, well. And they started tweeting back and forth about it. And a few people saw the tweets. And then all of a sudden we got a few calls saying, well, you know, do you do backgrounds? And it became very interesting because we've always at the store done decorating orders. In other words, a movie would call and they'd need books in the background, an open house of real estate. Maybe they're staging a house. We've gotten calls for that. We've had department stores call for decorating. I mean, we even one time had someone call and they wanted 6,000 red books. It had to be some shade of red. Sounds crazy, but it made sense. It was a department store. They were displaying a red dress. They wanted old red books near it. They had 60 locations, 6,000 red books. But one of the things that we noticed is if you're doing Zoom, now, right now we're doing it, but we know each other. We right. know that this isn't being projected anywhere. We, we're, we're well acquainted. Then I don't think the background means as much. If, if it's a friend of, of whatever, that's fine. But many times now, these Zoom meetings, are business, formal, maybe even job interviews, people don't know each other, they're meeting for the first time. And what's in that background, I actually think makes a, a big difference. I mean, would you go to a job interview or to a business meeting wearing a wrinkled shirt or a jacket that's maybe not clean? Of course not. Uh, in the same way, if, I, if it catches my eye, what's, what's in the background of your books? Well, am I, I it, it, thank you. And nothing in the background here because I'm in, in a bedroom that I've converted into an office. I, I've got a blank wall, which means I can throw up uh, virtual backgrounds. But Ken... What's really come to light is, you know, seeing a, a lot of our newscasters, our national news journalists in their homes, and some of them look terrific, and some of them look uh, like they could use your help. That's, that's, <laughs> so it's become a nationwide conversation in, in some respect. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. And, and, but I think, like I say, especially, particularly people don't know, what do you want to project? In other words, if you have a shelf of books behind you, and maybe you're... Uh, want to project a intelligent, uh, you know, books have always been a status, a prestige, showing knowledge uh, in what you want to show. In other words, if people see behind you, maybe 
histories, maybe modern histories, maybe you have David McCullough and Doris Kearns Goodwin and uh, some of those others. Maybe you're a politician, so you have histories behind you of Washington, Lincoln, Grant, uh, you know, and you're showing that image off. Uh, but you also want them to show neat. You want them to be well curated. Maybe art books. Uh, if you're doing, if you're interested in food, maybe some cookbooks, but mm. maybe even a little bit more MFK Fisher, who was a great writer of books or movies, Pauline Kael. And so what you have to think of is what's behind you is in many ways a first impression. And if you want to give that first impression, you know, you want it neat, you want it looking, you maybe want to show knowledge in one area or another. Uh, maybe you're a photographer. Well, maybe there's a few nice cameras on the shelf, but then some really good photo books of Ansel Adams or Walker Evans or whatever. So I think what's behind you in many cases really gives an image of what you uh, what you're trying to project. The other thing that it does, and I know that even in, uh, when I'm interviewing people for jobs that they come into the store, we're a very casual store. There's a lot of dust and you have to do a lot of heavy work. But again, if someone walks in in their clothes on, you know, they don't have to be perfect, but they're not well, they're not clean, they're not. What that image gives to me is they didn't bother and care enough about meeting me that they, they got, took the time and effort. Whereas if you see books in the background that are well sorted, well thought out, well looked up, you're also telling that person that you're talking to, I care about you and what you're seeing of me. And if you this spend were, some time. If this were December or January, January of 2020, this whole discussion of Zoom would be uh, rather distant for most people. Now it's become a household word and it's become used everywhere. And one of the things I was thinking about was uh, with all of the attention played on paid, paid on what you're talking about on image, people are even buying lighting. They're, they're lighting their own Zoom set, so to speak. So it makes perfect sense to consider your backdrop. I mean, again, I'm in the bedroom that I haven't decided to do anything with because it's a bedroom. But if I were to change this into the studio that I might end up doing, I'm going to need uh, materials and maybe even some books, <laughs> some books well, on the great voice actors. But seriously, I think this is, this is a generational shift, uh, a cultural shift in a big well, way. Right now, I know, we know each other very well. The background here is not that good. But if I was doing this with either a reporter or somebody I didn't know, I would move it to another room and I have a yeah. wall. Obviously I have walls of books, some of them older and leather bound, and it would give much more the image of a used and rare bookstore. Right. I also have a place in my basement where I have piles and piles and piles of books. And literally I could sit in them, be absolutely surrounded by books soaring over my head with interesting titles. And it gives an interesting image. And there, there would be no way you could see me in that setting and not know that I have lots of books. One of the things that, that strikes me is the fact that because of your expertise and the people you work with and have on staff, you can match 
the the book to the individual to the personality you were talking about the historical or political or even sports related i mean i know you very well after working with you for these many years and you can rattle off dozens of books in any particular category that must be exceedingly fun it's 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 a detective that's actually one of the things quite honestly it's not a project that's going to make us any money to to speak of. I mean, a few people have ordered some and it's fine and we're happy with that. Uh, many times we're hoping a few of these people maybe after this will become good customers and friends and buying sure. a lot. But it's also for myself and the staff here has been fun. Uh, what we've done many times is uh, people have called us. They said, we want to give this look. It might be color. It might be the type of book. Uh, we figure out how many shelves they have, so how many books they need. And then we'll send them a, a photograph, maybe an email, and say, well, we think this might work for you. And the person then has gotten back to us and said, well, n- yeah, the, the half of that works, but these I don't really like. Uh, and then we've sort of substituted back and forth. And, and what that has done a lot is we've had to talk with the people, gotten to mm-hmm. know them, and it gives us something to do that's a fun project. And we always try to emphasize the people that there's a lot of prestige to books. There was a, a friend and customer of ours years ago. His name was Edward Bernays, who I know you know. But one of the things, he one time got called by booksellers, uh, associations. They wanted to increase the sale of books after World War II. And he wasn't the type to outright go and say, you should read more, you should do this. One of the things he did is he went to architects and he went to home builders and they said, your houses will be much more prestigious. People will walk in there and if they see bookshelves in a library and they'll say, well, I'm moving into an area or a neighborhood that is, that's really intelligent and having those rooms in there will help you sell your houses at a higher price. They'll be more considered, more intellectual, more prestigious. And of course, if you have bookshelves in there, then you have to buy more books. So one of his ways of going about selling books was saying that the image of what the book projects. And in a way, in the background, uh, that also is what we're sort of talking to people about, how it looks, what you're trying to project, the image. The, if, if you're dealing with business, uh, you know, maybe then you want Carnegie or Ford or Mellon or uh, maybe Peter Drucker or some of the great uh, business people, maybe Adam Smith. Uh, what you maybe don't want is if you have some uh, sort of, what what should I say, pornographic or so on, <laughs> you don't want those sitting in the background. Yeah, that, that could be embarrassing, uh, it, especially it, on a Zoom, thing, though, international we Zoom call. Yes. We were actually talking with one person and he actually had the reverse problem is he's a great book collector, a great lover of books. And a lot of it, he wants books in the background. He said the problem with his library was there were a lot of very, very rare and very, very high priced books. And he said, I don't want those in the background because I don't want people looking into my house and seeing you know, the Picasso on the wall and seeing the Audubon set in the uh, thing. So he actually called us, not that he didn't have loads of books, not that he didn't have a great looking background, but he also didn't want to set himself up to someone (laughs) say, wait a minute, 
we we should break into this house and <laughs> and the insurance company didn't want him showing that too so it was a complete reverse but it actually gave uh, a really interesting picture on zoom and you know maybe if you're not a book lover maybe if you're an artist of some type or maybe uh there's a friend of ours who we did a zoom dinner with and she's uh an appraiser, but she loves jazz and she loves baseball. And she sort of, we did this on FaceTime, but she showed us her office where she works and she had these great jazz posters in the background. And she had a, a, a whole shelf full of signed baseballs. And if that was a background that you saw when you were dealing with her and she does a lot of pop culture and music, you, you'd see those in the background and go, yeah, wow, she has great stuff. She knows what she's doing which she absolutely does, but she was giving a great image as opposed to the papers piled on her desk to do appraisals that would be, if you turn the computer this way, all you'd see would be a big, huge pile of messy papers. What so do you it, see behind me in the future? Uh, the collected works of Shakespeare or uh, the Marx Brothers history? Uh, <laughs> it could be anything. Or, or even uh, posters of uh, radio shows and, uh, you know, some of the history, you know, but some of the history or things that would be important to you. Yeah. Maybe, maybe even you in one of your studios at, when you were uh, WBZ regularly sitting there uh, with some of the staff. Oh boy. Uh, My wife would really suggest that I couldn't get through the door if that were the case, if I put up pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no, I, but, I, I, I know what you're saying. It's, it, it's, but, it, it's an opportunity now in, in a, and this, we don't want to make light of what's going on. It's a horrible thing, but it's an opportunity to at least explore uh, branding, your own branding in a sense. That, absolutely. In, yep. in other words, even when you're talking to somebody, maybe uh, I know in your office, you have some movie posters with microphones and yes. uh, people on the old radio, but that might be something when you're meeting them for the first time on a zoom meeting rather than, at the office, you know, you show the radio in the background or maybe even show somebody on a Zoom meeting <laughs> or, or a podcast or... Yeah, sort of uh, a picture within but, a picture, yeah. But I think what it is, is with the books, and books really are something that show someone's life. I mean, I well, many times we walk into people's houses and uh, either they're there, they're moving, or it's in a state and they've died. And you can look through their library and you can tell their politics. You can tell whether they were a real scholar or just were reading general books, whether they were interested in baseball, maybe whether they were a Yankees fan or a Red Sox fan. That can make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. uh, or whether the music was their interest or theology or in, in a million things that maybe they don't even realize, but looking at what their books are because that's their interest can tell you a lot about the person and having that even in the background can tell you a lot about the person. Books lead to so much and uh, discussion on every aspect of the book from the inside to the outside in this case. Ken, thank you as always. Uh, I love your background. I won't describe it. It's very you. Well, yeah, see, but I, I could do this. And <laughs> He's doing you, 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 you He's see, shifting his camera books. focus. Well, anyway, as long as you're doing what you're doing and, and your staff is, is well, and we appreciate it. But the Brattlecast comes to you, of course, on a regular basis on all major platforms. Go to brattlebookshop.com to uh, connect with Ken and the team. And thank you for listening. And uh, Ken, we'll see you next time. 
Absolutely. And if people have questions or ideas, let us know. And uh, we, we've been doing many of those that we are starting to pick up on. And they come up with ideas that I don't think of, but some of them are a lot of fun. All right. Make it a great day, everybody.